Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Yes, what is... Oh, wait, I'm not going on the wide one now. I thought we were going to... Hi, how's it going? Welcome to Houston's Brew. I'm here on my own, as usual. Um, not even got a brew. It's happening. Oh, look, here's Jay. Hi, mate. Sorry, I was doing work-related stuff. I'm not just on my phone messing about. Are you playing Snake? Shh. Do you reckon you could play Snake on a touchscreen phone? Because I reckon it'd be well hard. I reckon. Quite a lot of people now are going, what's Snake? <sighs> Don't know. Don't know you're born, you lot. Seriously. Hey. Right, let me roll you back. Imagine being locked down and all you've got is a 3310. I'd love it. That's kind of like what I was doing in the uh, late 90s anyway. <laughs> Just sat in my own in my room playing on Snake. Uh, yeah, you'd go mad. You'd, you'd lose the plot, wouldn't you? Imagine if you'd have been locked down without Netflix. <sighs> Mate, that, right. Netflix was locked down, wasn't it? How does lockdown go with Netflix? What were the, what were the, talk me through lockdown. Tiger King. That was the Tiger first King, one. Tiger King, yeah. Netflix. Tiger King was like early yeah. lockdown. Ti- Tiger King is your early lockdown Netflix. Netflix, then what? Uh, thank you, Joe. Thanks, uh, Joe. Thank you. Then you went into uh, Last Dance Netflix. Last Dance. That's like getting towards the end of lockdown, a little bit, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Now we're in Colombian uh, subtitled films, or I am at least, anyway. What am I on now with Netflix? My beard took caught on my zip. I'm actually, I've gone on to, I've got Sky now, I've moved out, I've gone to Sky, gone uh, to Eccles, moved up in the world. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm getting back into Gamora. Have you ever seen that? No, I've heard of it though. Oh, hang on, hang on. Mate. I think my missus watches it. Don't they? Do magic or something? No, it's the complete opposite of what you've just said. Is it? It's the mafia in Naples. Oh yeah, back <laughs> in the day though. No, no, it's now, and it's someone described it. I ain't got a clue, basically. <laughs> someone descri- let me hang on, let me guess something else. Go There's on. the giraffes in it. There we go. You've got it. You've got it. <laughs> it's about these giraffe hunters in uh, in Naples. No, it's like the mafia, and it may it is absolutely brutal. Is it? It's it's someone described it as it makes the Godfather look like Gilbert and Sullivan. And that is a very good description. It's ruthless. And it looks like a documentary. It's filmed very handheld. Check it out. You'll love it. Do I need to love it, though? I don't know, actually. You might be better off not watching it, knowing you. (laughs) (laughs) Might give you ideas. (laughs) Oh, get your questions in. Get your comments in. Um, The title, um, not one for laughing and joking. One, fuck the sun. Two. Well said. (sighs) Naughtiness. Very naughty. Um, we had this in the paper talk this morning, and the only reason I mentioned it was to say I, I thought it was bollocks because this is before Pogba had reacted. Well, I saw it last night. Yeah, you, you, you spoke about it yeah, in the group, and you were like, uh, we, in our little group chat, I said, keep your eye on that. Is it GFN? GFFN? If they Get say French it, French yeah, football. Yeah, if they it. say it, then it's. I said, keep an eye on them because yeah. they're legit. Because um, it was only the Sun that had gone with it at the time, and everybody else that had mentioned it was only quoting the Sun. Um, but obviously, <laughs> nobody else mentioned it. Funny whole thing. So Pogba's come out. Um, let's get Pogba's statement on the screen for us so we can see what it says. It says, So the Sun did it again. Weird way to start it. Let me just say that off the bat. Yeah, sorry. It's a good point. Just for oh, anyone sorry, who yeah. doesn't know, because. This morning we had it in a paper talk, um, and I just said this is a load of rubbish, but it's being reported, and I'm just putting out there that What's I the think story, this Jack? is garbage. That 
obviously Emmanuel Macron has criticised or come out and spoken about the, I think I'm paraphrasing this, so forgive me if I get it wrong, the monstrosity of Islamic terrorism because he had the French teacher who was killed by an Islamic terrorist. Oh, I that think. was that weekend? Yeah. Friday, so he's spoken out against terrorism, Islamic terrorism. So the son in there, Infinite Wisdom, ran with his story that Paul Pogba wasn't going to play for France because Macron had said this. Now, <laughs> Joe pointed this out before, why when the president of France would say something means you're not going to play for the football team anyway makes zero sense. Also, to me, it sounded like, hmm, Paul Pogba's Muslim. And let's French. M- and French. Let's make up a story about him. That sounds like a great idea. Got it. And, you know, because we love to sort of criticise Islam, that'll be a sort of double w- winner for us. So I, I wasn't happy with his story. I said I thought it was rubbish. And now Paul Pogba has come out and he said the following. Right, I'll read it out for you then. The Sun did it again. Absolutely 100% unfounded news about me going around. Uh, stating things I never said or thought. I'm appalled, angry, shocked and frustrated. It's a lot of emotion. It is. Um, some media sources use me to make total fake headlines in the sensible subject of French current events and adding the French national team to the pot. I'm against any and all forms of terror and violence. Unfortunately, some press people don't act responsibly when writing the news, abusing their press freedom, not verifying uh, what if what they write slash reproduce is true, creating a gossip chain without caring if it affects people's lives and my life. I'm taking legal action against the publishers and spreaders of these 100% fake news. In a quick shout out to The Sun. I like that. In really this. Biggie Smalls in it style is a dedication. Um, for you. Who normally could not care less. Some of you guys probably went to school and remember how your teacher... <laughs> some of you guys probably went to school. It's a bit of a stretch, it is The Sun, but let's roll with what he's saying. At least 70% of them may have done. Um, saw it on telly once. Yeah. Always check your sources and don't write things without making sure. But hey, seems you did it again. Uh, and a very serious topic this time. Shame on you. Couple things. Go on. He's absolutely fucking bang on. Correct. Couldn't agree more. Does this not put into the spotlight any time that there's a rumour about him going anywhere and he says fuck all? No, I think this is different, right? And I think there's certain things that... And I've seen this argument... Before you, before you do this then, is it... I'm going to just reframe it then. Go on. Is it because that football and transfers are a part of football and uh, maybe something that's a bit more accepted and expected, whereas just complete utter bullshit. You've just said it there. And also, for starters, Paul Pogba and transfer rumours are constant. And if he came out every time there's a transfer rumour, he'd literally spend all his days sat in front of his Instagram posting posts like that about how the latest one he'd been linked um, was, wasn't true. This is obviously a lot more serious than is Paul Pogba going to Real Madrid mm. or wherever. This is the son making stuff up about him, not wanting to play for his team, in the wake of, if you go through the chain of events, someone being murdered and the president speaking about it, and then Paul Pogba decided I'm not going to play for France anymore. Now, that's obviously going to get a quite an emotive reaction from a lot of French people if they think that's true. That's obviously going to you know, cause him to get a lot of criticism. It's obviously upset him. He's angered and appalled, which I understand. I wonder if the Gamma were upset with this for you, some reason. You can imagine it, can't you? Oh, Pogba, typical, yeah. So it's disgusting, and I think he's right to speak out about it, and he's gone in both barrels, and he should take legal action, and he'll be sued, and I hope the paper has to close down. That'd be best for all of us. I think that that's the only sort of logical... Well, when they're not fucking rigging go. elections... <laughs> Why do, do they exist, Jay? Do you, do you know what, though? I think... I'm not saying everyone should do this, but I think if more um, football or anyone came out and said, you know what? I'm actually not having this, and I'm going to take it to court. They might think twice about just sitting in the pub making up drivel. Because yeah. that's probably what's happening, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we need to stop Paul Pogba gets clicks. Oh, I'll tell you what. He's Muslim as well, isn't he? Oh, yeah. This is what we can do. Just make some shit up. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not having it. So I wonder the thought process. Or if it was a whiteboard. <laughs> and he went, ha-ha. Ha-ha-ha. Oh, mate. We've just crossed Muslim, footballer, black... Patriotism, fucking boundaries here. Someone at the Sun ejaculated when they saw that. It was like, oh my god, we've just—if we can squeeze Madeline McCann and Princess Diana into this, we've got a perfect Sun shitstorm of bullshit. <laughs> that is the proper Sun bingo, in it. That yeah. is like you've ticked, bingo, all, yeah. you've done it all. You've house, house, got it all. That's <laughs> it. You're now the editor. Well done. Oh no, you're not. We're getting sued. Um, so sued. Oh bastard. Yeah. I think I've got, you know, I understand where you're coming from, but I've seen it, people saying he should speak out about things, but no, this is different, and I, I, I think we should have his back on this one. I'm glad he's speaking out. The sun's an absolute rag, um, and hopefully they'll think twice about it, because they do this shit all the time. 
They do it all the time. And they just get away with all sorts of horribleness. Someone says the sun needs to be bought by a bigger company. I don't think there is a bigger company than News Corp. I don't even think that's the the, the, the answer. No, that's really <laughs> not need, the answer. We need bigger tycoons taking it over. That's yeah, what's that really needed. isn't the issue. Um, I think we saw it, didn't we, with the News of the World when they uh, did the Millie Dollar stuff and they sort of scrapped the News of the World and they come back a month later as the sun on Sunday. <laughs> You know, we've seen this before. We're all different. Yeah, we've learned our lesson. Move that, move that fucking sign. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> just cross that bit out. There you go. Um, so they've been getting away with heinous actions. Yeah, it's one of them, isn't it? Let's flip it around. Um, for quite a while. But this this is crossing a line, I think it really is, it? is. Because, you know, I mean, you're opening him up to all sorts of criticism. That's so emotive, that. For not just you know obviously Muslims for people in France for so many pe- for so many different reasons and you're saying that he's quitting the national team. Can you imagine if that was in this country? This, this, the reaction. Raheem Sterling bought his mum a house after England got knocked out yeah, of the World Cup it, and people lost their mind. Yeah, he had exactly. a fancy bathroom, so he deserved it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So can you imagine if someone like you know an England player to come out after you know I'm not I'm not being crass here, but if someone had come out after Boris Johnson's comments about watermelon smiles and all the black players said, we're not playing for England now. Which wouldn't make much sense because Boris Johnson's got sod all to do with the England national team. Yeah. But the outrage... I think actually be supported. I, I would. But can you imagine the outrage from some leaders, for example? And they're just trying to close trouble where they, they shouldn't be. Do you know my local petrol station? They used to try and give you a free sun. Like no, petrol stations in Joylston. Well, you still on Austin, can't I? Sure, sorry. What have you just moved through? Eccles, mate, M30. Place to be. <laughs> right. You throw me in now. Right, so you go into petrol station and be like, do you want a free newspaper? No, right? That was for a while, a, a good while. Then they started saying, we'll deduct the cost of the newspaper from your shopping oh, to take it. <laughs> You're like, no, I'd rather pay more to not have to take that out in my hand. Did this count then towards them saying they were the most uh, the, the most popular newspaper in the country? Of course it did. Because so so, they don't talk about who buys the paper, no. they talk about circulation. So they're literally giving it away. And then say, well, we're the most read. Look at our circulation. That's ridiculous, isn't it? Mental. Do you know what I mean? Mental. And like, <laughs> I've seen them videos, and I know we don't always agree with the Scousers, to say the least, but I've seen the videos of Scousers like, going in airports and just like, picking up piles of the sun and you know, throwing them in the bin and screaming at them. <laughs> sort of understand that one. And that's not just a, a Hillsborough thing, because what they wrote at Hillsborough was just fucking... Disgusting. It was unbelievable what they wrote yeah. at Hillsborough. And it was almost like it was colluded with the Tory government at the time. And for Tories, by the way. Um, it was more about all of the other things. Like, there was planned um, defunding of, like, Liverpool as a city. They almost wanted the city to go tits up. Which, you know, we like a bit of banter with the Scousers. But that, as a, a targeting of a group of people. And the Sun had a big part to play in. Not just... The, 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 the Scousers' issue with the Sun is not... Hillsborough done dusted, that's it. There's there's loads of avenues that come off of this and the, the treatment of them. And the fact that it's usually a Tory supporting rag as well doesn't fucking endear them to anybody, does it? No, no, not at all. It's, you know, you look at the history of the Sun on so many different reasons. Hillsborough's one of them. The, their attitude towards gay people was just another one where, you know, get this filth off our telly when you had two gay lads kissing on EastEnders. I remember that was a Sun headline. They've just, uh, you know, the everything with Suarez where they dug out an old video of him dropping an M-bomb in his hotel room because that's relevant to what happened between him and Luis Suarez 10 yeah. years later when he was at Monaco. They'd actually dug this out and posted that. The treatment of Anthony Martial when he was going through issues with his missus. Got absolutely nothing to do with anything. He was a young footballer over here hammering him. There's just so many reasons why as a United fan, let alone as a football fan or a human being, even as a United fan, I think it's just nothing but a contemptible rag. The fact that they employ Neil Custis. Someone's got him, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? No, they don't. <laughs> Keeps him off the streets. <laughs> There's a lot better people on the streets. It's <laughs> true. Forgot about him. Is he still complaining about hotels? I don't know. He blocked me a long time ago. <laughs> well, whenever, he... <laughs> whenever I was going to Juve, we knew Ever was going to Juve. So yeah. on my old blog, we put a, a story out saying exclusive. Yeah. Ever is going to Juve. Four weeks later... He gets an exclusive. Ever's going to Juve. So I said, oh, how long have you been a journalist for? And he was like, whatever, 27 years or something. I was like, you think you know what the fuck exclusive means? <laughs> and then sent my link to our thing. He's like, oh, am I supposed to check every shitty little He's blog so on the internet? so argumentative as well, isn't he? I mean... Oh, like, well, if you'd have Googled yeah. every Juventus, it's the first thing, so... 
well. Four weeks ago. He, uh, yeah, he's got he, quite a right at home there. Yeah, he is what he is. Um, but, you know, as you said, fuck the Sun and fuck the Tories. Fuck the Tories. Speaking of fuck the Tories, uh, Marcus Rashford displays more composure than I've ever seen a 22-year-old ever. It's unreal, isn't it? If I was in Marcus Rashford's shoes at 22 and I had MPs telling me that I'd caused um, hurt and abuse, lol, right, at Tories and caused them, to, uh, caused people to abuse Tories um, and this, that and the other, I'd have had to call them cunts. Yeah, blatantly. You'd, I'd, I've had, I'd have had no sympathy. I'm trying to feed kids and you're making it about you being the victims by stopping these kids being fed. Mate, and he does it with his chin up. And he just puts out these flawless statements. And he puts them out, doesn't he? You saying about this. Right. On I my want, life. I want you to say this. On my life, I, I see people going about Marcus's PR team and that like, he signed with uh, Rock Nation and shit like that. Rock Nation has sent his boot deals out. They're not telling him what to fucking tweet. No. And I, on, on my fucking kids, Marcus Rashford puts these out himself. Marcus Rashford puts these out himself. I'm not 100% sure that he's doing the little pin ones with and retweeting all them because he's millions of them. Probably not because it's about 800 a day. But every statement that you see is Marcus Rashford's hand. He does all of those. He's, he's a clever lad. It's not that surprised by that. He is. He's a clever lad. He's got loads of integrity and the way he's coped with this, handled it, you know, it's like you just said, flawless. It really oh, oh, is. It's, it's, it's mind-blowing how he's coped with this. And... It's, it's just embarrassing. All he's done is embarrass the Tories by just letting them. He show runs their the true nation colours. with tweets. <laughs> it's like the Tory. He said, "I want school free school meals for the summer," and the Tories said no. And he went, "No, no, no, One no." Sec. Someone's just put keep politics out of sports. If you think it's political to feed kids, then go fuck yourself, mate. Well said. Um, he said, "I want free school meals for the summer," and the Tory said, "No," and he said, "No, I want free school meals for the summer." You didn't hear me. And the Tories went, we're having free school meals for the summer. Then he said, actually, I want them for Christmas. And the Tories said, no, no. And he said, don't think you heard me. <laughs> and the nation went, okay, Marcus, we're going to give you free school meals for the for Christmas. And everyone in Britain's basically got behind it. And now the Tories are going, well, actually, we actually like what Marcus Rash was trying to do. Do you? Well, 322, you voted against it last week. So that's a funny way of showing it. The guy's a legend. And, and I think... If I'm being brutally honest, it's no good having me on these watch-alongs when he's playing because I'm just so biased now. I, I, I can't even criticise <laughs> It's no longer objective criticism. I'm like, was, um, I can't even bring myself to say anything bad about him when he does something Bit of Genius great. did a thread the other day when he was talking about how him, him and his campaign is um, irreproachable by the Tories and it's their worst nightmare because they can I always dig somebody yeah. out. Now, I'm going to paraphrase this and I'm probably going to fuck a little bit about it, but you get the gist of what Go I'm on. saying. Go and check it out anyway, Bearded Genius, and just search Rashford Thread. Uh, loads of things. Basically, his campaign is a simple message and politicians want to always complicate things and, well, what about this? He's gone. I don't want kids to starve. But, 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 but I mean, Don't want kids to starve. Uh, 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 no, okay. Don't want kids to starve. Also, like... The piss taking all of this lot is that the, some of the things that's there's a great thread that's on Twitter at the moment as well, which is showing every single Tory MP some of the shit that they've claimed for in the last twelve months during a pandemic. Some of them claimed four hundred quid for pizza for a night. Seems reasonable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and they're saying no to to underprivileged kids getting free school dinners. Um, but his his message is simple and you can't convolute it. I don't want kids to starve. You can't take any word out of that sentence. It's flawless, it's simple, it's perfect. I don't kiss the staff. He was a recipient of free school meals himself, so it's, it's not virtue signaling. Yeah. He came from that, and he didn't want other people to suffer that. Perfect. This is getting increasingly annoying. He's in, he, he is independently <laughs> loaded. Yeah. Yeah. They've even tried digging into the fact that he's a director of his own company. Let me fucking show you some facts about this shit. Footballers uh, create uh, third-party companies for their image rights. They are paid a basic wage that they pay PAYE on, and it's more than any of us will ever pay in, pay in PAYE in a fucking lifetime that they're paying tax. So he wants his taxes to go to paying fucking kids. He's not one of these like fucking companies like Google or whatever that have all these fucking offices over here and pay 13 quid for their taxes here. He, 
the 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 image rights are taxed in an, an entirely different thing. Their basic wages he will pay PYE through. Uh, so all the people going, oh look, he's a company director. He only paid himself ten grand for the year off his image rights. Mate, come on. They'd like to convolute the argument. Um, he also um, is independently loved. He doesn't need people to to do this. No, he didn't get anything out. He, he like plays for the fucking biggest football club in the country, yeah, and he's an England regular. Yeah, do you know what I mean? He often turns up for England as well, like some like some players. He's got a very good record for England, so it's not like, oh, I know my career's in the doghouse. I need to come up with a campaign to get me some good PR. No. Do you know what I mean? You're all, he's 22. It's not the end of his career. He's <laughs> like barely lot, getting going. A lot of people do this through a foundation as well. Yeah. There isn't no. a Marcus Rashford fan. I'm sure no. there will be one soon. Yeah, but there think, isn't a I Marcus Rashford. Michael Carrick obviously is an obvious one who does it through, which is good. It's not, not a criticism. Um, I think Wayne Rooney's got a foundation as well. But Marcus Rashford is like literally doing this shit himself. Yeah, there's no foundation here. There's no like, th and you know that that's not a besmirching any of those foundations that's going on. Oh my god, yeah. Look, if you look at the, if you search Rashford free school meal map, uh, it's and I love how the the icons I love art. I oh, know, mint. It's mint, that, isn't it? Uh, Cornwall, you need to step your game up. <laughs> I love how you zeroed in on the only little gap on the map. There. Also, there like East Midlands there on this side here. Where's that? Zoom in there, please, Joseph. Boston. Boston and Skegness. I've been to Skegness. Don't leave, me, leave me alone. Do you know what the crazy thing is, though, right? I like got a WhatsApp message about, um, a, a, I think it was a bar in Ermstead, a cafe, and it was like, they're doing free school meals. These are one of the, I'm not saying they're the first at all, but they're one of the early ones to start doing it themselves. And then he quotes tweeted that, Marcus Rashford. That's like a small little bar in Ermstead. And he's, he's been doing it for like, Councils that are doing it for football clubs, for, for just restaurants, for, for people who've said, I'm going to give some meals to the kids on my street. He's not missing anyone out or his team, if that's the case, if they're on that bit. I'm I mean, I don't know that. No, no, but I'm I, assuming I'm, 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 I'm sure the guy's got to sleep. The amount of times <laughs> that that's been quote tweeted, I'm yeah. assuming that's... I'm, it's a, it's a lot for him to be doing on his own. Um, but yeah, it's like highlighting everyone. And it's great because... This is bringing the country together in a way I've not seen before. I've seen Scousers praising Marcus Rashford. I've seen United fans quote tweeting Leeds United saying "Well done." What is going on, Steve? The uh, the Scouse the Scouse kids as well did all got, <laughs> like how many schools are doing? I mean, it's Black History Month as well, so yeah. he's getting a lot of spotlight on that, and the, a lot of people are using him as someone to talk about Black History, which is amazing for a twenty-two-year-old. But there's also like he's they're doing projects on him at school. And like they're writing about him and they're using him. And what a brilliant thing to write about. Rather than writing about someone who's a terrorist or writing about someone who's done something a bit wrong, they're writing about someone who's mega at what he does, loves his fucking mum, and feeds kids. <laughs> Imagine being like how proud his mum must feel. Shout out to Mel as well, who got the, the fair share depot was just been named after, hasn't it? As 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 it, right, nice one. Um because as a United fan, we're all proud. Do you know what I mean? Imagine that being your son. Like, wow. Not only is he banging I mean? them in bins for United and England. He's like changing the, changing the country. And even like the Americans have got onto it. I think Time Magazine have done a bit on him as well. It's just like, I think so, yeah. I think, forgive me if I'm getting it wrong. But it's a, I think it's Time. I've done a piece on him. And I know it's not in his thinking, but can you imagine his next sponsorship deal with anybody? Imagine the queue. Like, imagine how many, imagine how many companies going... Why the fuck haven't we offered Marcus Rashford a sponsorship deal? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> How much have we got in the bank? Offer I mean, it more. He gets a boot deal, <laughs> a new boot that they brought out for Nike, and he's like, I want all the kids' messages on it. And you're like, mate, come on. No. <laughs> but you better believe, and listen, I said this in Twitter, and I mean this. We put a, a fatwa on anybody that comes from Marcus Rashford now, 100%. because them, that government are slimy and minging, and they will come for him. They will come for him. Did not today, not tomorrow. But he looks at someone funny in a club. He accidentally drops a bit of rubbish on the, on a pavement somewhere. There's going to be paparazzi living it. I mean, and actually, we know that this happened in the summer because I offered to go out there and fuck him up. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, that, when you said that offered, you were like alarmingly serious about this. You were like looking oh, no, at I was, serious. And I was, I was like, like, I'll go live in the bush. No, Hard no, routine. No, stay, I'll fuck him up. We've got things to do. Marcus opened his curtains in the summer. There's a paparazzi guy standing at his curtain of his villa when he was on holiday with his missus and a couple of his mates. I was, I'll, I'll live in the bush, mate. It's, and you know what? Just you, bring you, me you, a Red Bull every couple yeah. of hours yeah. and I'll live in the bush <laughs> and I'll fuck him up. And it's, right, now think of that before he ran the country. 
So now he runs the country and the Tories don't like him. But did you see it on Friday when that donut Ben Bradley went for him? The MP from uh, Mansfield. He's not a smart man, him. He's, he's genuinely one of the thickest people I've ever seen on social media. And he completely embarrassed himself to the point with... It started with a tweet to Marcus Rashford saying, Marcus, you're wrong about this. Tweet me back, email me, drop me an email. And it ended with him more or less apologising for what he'd done and begging Angela Rayner to delete a screenshot of his previous tweets. And then actually ended the next day with him going on national television, apologising for what he'd done. Further embarrassing himself. And, and then getting called out for the I lies he'd made up. Absolutely rinsed. And, and Marcus didn't even reply. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he just left it. Head. <laughs> <laughs> the guy just imploded by just being an idiot and going for the wrong guy. Just shouldn't but have gone after Marcus. They're going to come for him, right? Of course they are. And, and when they come for him, us as a fucking nation, let alone United fans, us as a nation need to say, fuck you, get back in your box. Yeah. That's what we need to say. 100%. Because they'll, they'll, look what they've done with Pogba, right? They'll make something up. He's cheating on his girlfriend. Did he? Yeah. Was you there? Yeah. Anything like that. He's got a parking ticket. That'll be front page. Marcus Rashford gets a parking ticket. You, see, you saw it with Meghan Markle, right? Yeah. Be, Meghan Markle at Avocado and it became a story about she was funding terrorism. She opened her own door once. Yeah, exactly. Meghan Markle, she got, they ran a story about stroking her pregnant belly. Drawing attention to it. She's pregnant. <laughs> She's stroking her belly. <laughs> Do you know what Did I mean? you see as well that like, some of the stuff that they praised Kate for doing and then criticised yeah. her for doing? Attention seeking and all this. Yeah, and it was the same thing. It's just that, that's the sort of level. Kate opens get. her own door. She's not worth. Meghan Markle opens her own door. She doesn't understand royal protocol. Exactly, exactly, mate. The thing is now, right now, the press are a bit okay. Everyone loves him. Now's not the time. But you, you're right, and especially the Tories. You give it a few weeks. And it'll be like... I think it'll be a year or more. Yeah, do you reckon? I, th I think he gets about a, a good year. Probably until the pandemic's over. Yeah. And then, first time he's been in a club. In a club, in a club. Yeah. In a club. Um, that'll probably pay some tart to go and just rub up against him. And then, <laughs> what, are we pretending this shit doesn't happen? Yeah. So remember my favourite story, not that I ever read it, was the one in the sun where they had to issue an apology to Tom Cleverly when they ran a story that he'd been at Blackpool and slept with this girl. And it turned out the girl slept with someone else that wasn't Tom Cleverly, but had pretended to be Tom Cleverly. <laughs> it was just a moment. Wait a minute. This was back in like 2012 when Tom Which Cleverly... Which birds are getting impressed by Tom Cleverly? I'm actually Tom Cleverly. I played for Manchester United, said this six foot four black guy. Because <laughs> she had no clue about football. And she went running to the sun. And the sun was like, have you got any photos of him? She's like, yeah, look, I've got to take a picture on my phone. And they're like, uh, actually, we need to issue a retraction and apology. Yeah. So, <laughs> this isn't the first time they've gone after United players and ended up with egg on the face. Yeah. But I think this one's a little bit more serious than Tom Cleverly was in a hotel room with some girl in Blackpool. Or not. Or not, as, as the case may be. But no, listen, as you said earlier... I'll be know, outside their offices, mate. It's not just about... Come on. You know, people, someone saying there, don't get politics into... But it's not politics. It's, it's, he's feeding kids. And there shouldn't even be an argument about that. And more to the point, the Tories or the government have said, we're not going to give you money for that. So he said, all right then, no worries, get it myself. And as you just said, shown with that map, everyone in the country, basically, every area, every town in the country has got behind it. And this is the first time I've actually seen us unite behind anything. When's the last time you saw everyone coming together in a good, if for a good cause? I had something funny there, but it's gone. Come back to me. <laughs> I can't think of anything. When we decided Jamie Oliver was a bellend. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Did that yeah. as a country. Shut up about Dunkirk. Twice in a week he's referenced Dunkirk. Dunkirk? Was it even there? <laughs> Dunkirk, mate. It was an evacuation. It's overrated. I'm only joking, by the way. <laughs> yeah, for anyone who's on those beaches who's offended. Who's a subscriber. Uh, right. <laughs> Apparently Pochettino's off to Russia. Oh, I hope so. Go on, explain this one to me. Where have you got this from? Well, you sent me the notes. Well, I know, but for the purposes <laughs> of this video. Let's <laughs> right, say, here's what Jay I've sent read me. this. So it says, reports in Russia from uh, Championat. Championat, that's the only Russian publication I bother with. <laughs> Is it a Russian version of the sun? I hope not. <laughs> it better not be. Imagine how hardline Russian version of the sun is. That must be just like Pravda, but like a paper. That's like, you literally, you know, that's just like Putin writes it himself. <laughs> I thought that was what the news... Never mind. Right, on. Zenit 
is in consultation with Mauricio Pochettino about the possibility of an appointment to the post of head coach. Who's recently been at Zenit? Because they've had a right random. AVB was there. Yeah, AVB was there. I don't know if he's still there. I mean, are they literally just following whoever shit manager Spurs? Jose been there in two years. Do you reckon? That's um, not the most ridiculous statement Zenit I've ever read. managers list. Uh, at the minute, it's Sergei Samek, obviously. <laughs> of course. We all knew that. Stay. Come yeah. on. Tell um, us something we didn't oh, know. Where's the timeline? Zenit manager history. One second, though. So, See, this is what you get on this channel. Yep. You don't get this anywhere else. Mancini was there for a, ye a year. Um, Lukescu was there. Mm. Uh, Villas Boas was there. Villas Boas was there for two years. Uh, Sergei Samak, the guy that's there now, he was there for eight days before uh, Villas Boas. Uh, they had Luke Luciano Spalletti. Uh, Dick Advocat has been there. Well, um, they've got some random ones and then a, a lot of Russians. Not a bad little there. Uh, Spalletti was he the Roma manager? Think so, yeah. yeah. Um, so, some talk. I mean, Mancini did a, a year there. That's a, a strange one. Some talk Pochettino could go there. They're obviously paying decent dollar to get the, those guys in, but um, considering that he's meant to be everyone's favourite cup of tea, that's me, a bit left field, isn't it? That me and you. I'm going to warn you now. If you're a Pochettino fan, this probably isn't. Yeah, just turn bit, off. This isn't a bit just for come, you because come back later. Yeah, me and Steve are on the same page on this one. I hope he goes there because I'm do. sick of the rumours. Yeah. For probably be successful there though and it probably won't dampen them well, you know then we're going to have these arguments you know you want a trophy how did he become favour uh, flavour of the month I don't know like if you're going to go right if you, the reasons that people don't like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer well, what Pellegrini what's he, he's he won not, the league exactly you go, you go say people Ole go well, he's never won anything well yeah I mean he has he has and what's Potts won well, well Ole doesn't stand up to the owners when did Poch ever stand up to the Spurs Alex owners? Ferguson didn't stand up to yeah. the owners. These arguments Poch are baseless. Stand, Poch got, he went, anyway, you're getting um, no money. And he went, cool. And then <laughs> during the, the run, when they went to the Champions League final, they sold Moose and Belly in the summer. Uh, not in the summer, in January. Let him go. Got knocked out of both cups, domestic cups, in the space of a week. Got to the final, didn't turn up. Right. Two quotes that have come out of his face that make me ornery. One of them was... Uh, Winning trophies is only for the ego. One, how the fuck would you know? Yeah. <laughs> Two, I'm that, going to quit. That's just ruined 1999 for me. I'm going to quit if we win the Champions League. So, um, no. Why? Is that, imagine well, imagine if Fergie did that. Week of the final, I'll throw this out there. <laughs> I can't rattle my head round. Is this some sort of backwards motivation thing? I just don't get... And he did the <laughs> FA Cup one before our semi-final with him, I think. And you're like... It's just... I, I don't know, like... It's different to I want to win everything, in it? Yeah, it is. And, you know, it did well in terms of league positions with Spurs, but nothing where you go... It did he, it, he, right? All right, let he finished third this, in a two-horse race. I get Let me one. throw this fact go at on, you. Man. Go on, He finished, on average, about a place higher than Spurs were finishing before him. But United had fell out of that. Yeah. We've been shit. So yeah. have they just moved up the place because we vacated it? Well, yeah, probably. I think if you put it that way. I mean, it, listen, his league form was, was all right, yeah? Tactically, I was never that like, you know, you look at his semi-finals and his final record, there you go, you know, Mourinho, I waited him, Klopp, I waited him. There was nothing there where I made me think this guy's a tactical genius. My management, yeah, seems to get on with all his players, but then it, it went massively wrong towards the end of 14th when they left. Oh yeah, well, a, they sacked him. Yeah, had a are had, we, a, are we ignoring had an implosion like you know the same similar implosion that Mourinho had at United. I'm devoured that they never made the documentary. It was so glossed over. Wasn't it? Yeah. Now I don't know if they looked at it as a whole and was like, let's focus on Jose. Yeah, but or, sacking Poch was such a monumental thing in that documentary period, and they just literally was like, oh, he's like Poch. Anyway, here's Jose. Do you reckon, there, like, was, wait, wait, do you reckon wait, wait. there was some sort of legal thing now where been. he's been like, got to have been. I'm no longer work here. I don't want to be in this. And I don't want you taking the mick out of me. Or you're going to be hearing from my lawyers. Can they do that? I don't know. This is what I mean. I don't know. Because it wouldn't have made him in a good light. If like, you know, after three, two they months into him. the season, Tottenham are now 14th. Maurizio Pochettino is underperforming, has been sacked. Tom Hardy, good narrator though. Yeah. Good narrator. <laughs> you know, we were, we were watching uh, the Spurs documentary at home. My missus was in the corner doing a Prince, Prince t-shirts and all that. And we are watching this, the Spurs documentary, Jose Mourinho shouting at his players. And then when it finished, I put on Stratford Paddock FC. 
And you shout at your place. But, but <laughs> like that. Me and, me and Joe's are neck and neck, mate. <laughs> thought I was still watching the Spurs thing. I just went, who's that on that? Sounds a bit mank. <laughs> no, you dick. It's <laughs> 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 got all mank. What are you doing? Um, yeah, mate. I mean, it's, it's got to be something like that because it, it, it was so weird the way it went. But it's a positive and now he's gone. Jose. Yeah, there's some of that because it would have made up at least two or three episodes when oh, it would that season. God and it would have been interesting as well because it's like, what happened? Why is he getting sacked? I don't know. Totally glossed over. Spent more time um, talking to Deli Alley about brushing his teeth and stuff. Though some of those, it was weird as well because like when you're watching that, I know you've cut conversations out. I don't know where we chose it. It's like I don't know. He just doesn't seem. It's like he's lost his mojo a bit. Like Danny Rose sitting in his office saying, "I'm going to go home." He's like, "Yeah, right." No, you're not. You, is that Jose being well aware of cameras? I don't like? know. This is what I mean. I don't know. Fuck you, fight the me. Only, the only thing Alex Ferguson told me was to buy Deli Alley. Really? In the time he was at United, the only thing that Alex Ferguson said to he was going buy that kid from Spurs. He was getting his, yeah. Would have been one of them. Yeah, <laughs> so he's causing trouble. <laughs> I just don't see it, man. I don't know. Maybe it was just the cameras, but it did seem a little bit weird. Which season would have been the best one at United? Treble season? I'm not. I'm not teeing him up for the obvious here. I'm, I am actually genuinely curious. Stay, 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 stay. If you want a real narrative, a real story, right? <laughs> one that sort of sums up United's spirit, are rising from the ashes like a phoenix, then you only have to look back to the 1990-91 season, where United, back in Europe, after a hiatus, along with other British clubs, first British clubs back, English clubs back, sorry, go all the way. In a pristine, angelic, all-white kit. All the way to European Cup Winners' Cup final. But... They face the mighty Barcelona. Johan Cruyff's in a Barcelona in a trench coat. Smoking. Chain smoking, mate. It's just not going to happen, is it? We're not going to do it. But wait, we do. We do. We win the European Cup Winners' Cup final. And who can forget such cameos like Mark Robbins <laughs> and Clayton Blackmore. Clayton Blackmore's free kick. And Mal Donaghy. Mal Donaghy. Neil Webb. Neil Webb. Titans of the game. Titans. Hey, Paul Insert, right back. That's all I'm going to say to you. Hey. Other other managers wouldn't even dream of it. I wonder like if made the, it uh, the first Premier League season would have been interesting. Maybe the transition from the old football league into the Premier League, and if it actually made you, any difference behind the scenes. Do you not remember the captain's log? That was, yeah, was as good. close as you could get to a, a documentary. Right. right. <laughs> For those of you going, what are you two dickheads? On <laughs> Steve Bruce had. Do you remember the old style video cameras? Yeah. That you had to shoulder hold. You had to do weights before you lifted. Yeah, you had well, to go to the gym for a month. He kind of vlogged with that. But when I say vlogged, he had a film crew like be in his bedroom and shit. <laughs> I can't imagine how that went down with his missus. Not a GoPro or a phone in his hand. No, 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 no. We've got a sound man, a guy holding cables, and a fat dickhead with a camera, probably. Because they're all fat, because the camera's way loads. So, like that. One of them big shoulder bastards. <laughs> but like they followed him into I mean that was pretty good do you remember it was like, the first season won the Premier League wasn't it it was because I remember um, well they showed him hung over in bed the day yeah, after reading the, the paper they showed the party didn't they after the yeah. Villa after Villa got I mean, beat cool. folded. that was cool yeah. Um, yeah so yeah United basically had a party on was we playing on Sunday no Villa uh, Villa played Oldham on the Saturday, was Saturday no it was a Sunday wasn't it I think it was no. a, I thought they was a Sunday and we were the Monday night oh, I don't know. or am I getting that I'm sure we were the they evening it was a weekend yeah but yeah. why wasn't it all on the same day it wasn't, it just, I think as well, It. I think they'd arranged it like it was going to be, but Oldham obviously weren't expected to beat Villa. It was just weird, I don't know. I'm pretty sure that was a Sunday. The Oldham, I think it was Saturday because I, it was on like Grandstand or something like that that I saw it Have a Google Google, telly. I'm not sure. I thought it was Monday night that we played Blackburn, which was obviously the announcement, like we'd won the league. Um, but what amazed me about that doc, like documentary, that captain's log is, Fergie was like, yeah, he'd come in the dressing room. Bastard yeah. with a camera. Yeah, coming to coming to treat the room. Not, not like a nothing discreet. No, this is like, like a, a suitcase, isn't it? Like a suitcase in a crew. Yeah. Giving um, his team so. But yeah, like the, the, the it starts off. It shows you them watching the telly on a, it's an old cathode ray TV, <laughs> and they've got shit jumpers on. Robbo's got some horrendous jumpers on. They show you that. Then it shows you having a few pints. Then someone obviously told the camera to get to fuck. <laughs> well, a party actually happened. Because it, like it was like a tea party at like Bruce's house. Yeah, it was at someone's house. Yeah, Bruce's house. Yeah, get out. 
Um, and then it shows you the next day. In Br- Bruce is reading a paper in bed. Yeah. Like shirtless, cameraman and crew <sighs> in there while he reads a paper. And then they get in his car with him. Uh, and, and he picks pulls up, up Michael and Ince, do you remember? They pull up on the forecourt just outside the corner of Eastland yeah. where the old mega store used to be. Yeah. Um, and then they get out of the car and walk all off. Everyone's there, there in it, yeah. I was there I was in that, on that forecourt. Not that you see me on the video. I was in a strap for them for that game. For the Blackburn game? Yep. Gigs is free kick. No roof. Back a back. Quality. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So you're like, would Fergie have allowed documentaries? Well, he fucking did. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was that buzzing that we won the league. Because by the time they got in the... I think... You don't see him in the dressing room until the end of the season. I think to before that, it was all like at the bit you know, of the training ground. Mate at MUTV and see if you can dig that out That's, for us. Good, That's yeah, in the yeah, archives. Yeah. <laughs> it? It's got to be. You probably get. In fact, you could probably buy it on VHS or something. Yeah, but who's it. got a VHS player nowadays, Jay? <sighs> I don't know. Me, one of my elderly relatives has probably still got one knocking about. We'll find it. But it was it was mint because that was your first behind the scenes look. Oh, was it? It was you amazing. I, mean? I remember it. It was fantastic for that as well. And it was weird that they, they actually called it Captain's Log with Brucey as well. I know, I don't, I know, I don't like that. He <laughs> wasn't the captain. That's why him and... Can't call out a Captain's Log when Robbo's in the room. Yeah, and uh, him and Robbo holding the trophy up together. That was mad, Because Robbo's the captain, really. But yeah. He, I mean, he ain't played, but... <laughs> you, you, you're, not, you're not going up them stairs on your own, son. <laughs> Forget that. Someone just said it's on YouTube. Oh, that's my night sorted. Mate, get it watched. It's absolutely brilliant. It is because it's just like it's so funny as well. And the, there's certain things in that that now they'd proper edit out. They'd be like, "No, we can't do that." A bit of xenophobia, that sort of thing. Undoubtedly, <laughs> there might have been a bit of cock and bollocks as well because there's like shower scenes and stuff in there. They're in the bath. They're in the bath. They're in the bath with a can, with a can of Carlin. If you are watching this on YouTube tonight, you know, lock the doors, <laughs> put some candles on. Joe's got it on that screen over there. I'm waiting 6K, to see me as a kid. I know you found one from that game, actually, in it. Review in, in case. I, no, I found one um, oh, in, in, in the Stretford, in the scoreboard paddock um, from the 1994 game, the last game of the old season at Old Trafford, Robbo's last game, where we drew 0 0 with Coventry. Because I was right at the front. And the only reason I, I, I found it on like uh, PA or somewhere, because. I was in the back of one of the papers and it's daylight because it was just the front of the, the, the scoreboard paddock and I never got I lost the paper and I found it every week um, but yeah with all like balloons and stuff because you know I always look so at you, like you used to take balloons to the game obviously. the 70s ones um, see if you can see my dad in like flares shit I, I, yeah, got a mint, I think is it mank pictures or whatever yeah, they yeah, do yeah. it yeah scroll through you ever found it no I've always done my dad because he used to go away and I was like looking for stuff but yeah can't find them oh wait I'll, I'll, Oh yeah, United have provided five thousand uh, school meals during October half term. Is that just like schools in Stretford or something? That's from the foundation. Um, does it say where? Oh, just across Greater Manchester. Happy days. Doesn't solve the issue locally. This is, is this is massively backfired on it for the, the government yeah. not backing him because now everyone's just doing it anyway, yeah. and they just look heartless and stupid. Well, Tories. So. I know. It's, it's, <laughs> on, it's on brand. Like, heartless and stupid. <laughs> That's why you're voting. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing now is just come out and back it quickly. Just say, right, we're backing it. Do you know what I mean? Because you just everyone's getting free school meals thanks to the generosity of the nation and the efforts of Marcus Rashford. It's not a good look. Not at all. How many times a day do you reckon he gets brought up at the cabinet meetings? Three. Do you remember that dartboard of David Beckham on? The, the, I think that was the sun on it on the mirror. Yeah. I reckon they've got one of Marcus Rashford in the, the cabinet yeah. office. Because the publicly they're praising him, secretly they must fucking despise him. him. Wasn't it last week that like they said someone said they had leaked that they had a, an email go out about Amazing. him, a brief, yeah. what to say of Marcus tweets? Jesus, what? Absolutely flapped it. <laughs> Shit bags. Shit it. Um, get your questions in. We'll answer some questions from you guys. Um, Jacob saying balloons at football games. People have took their own house for balloons these days. They weren't. We didn't. Right. I didn't take them by the way. <laughs> what was you like? Like twelve, thirteen? I was. I think it was 14, actually. 94, yeah. Like May 94. The balloons, Jay. Fucking well, the balloons there. I'm going to pick him up, man. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you ever have your face painted? No, I've never. I'm, I mean, listen, if, I'm not, if kids want to get their face painted, I'm not, you know what I mean? I don't, I'm not going to judge no, I never had it done. But I it was loads back then. Uh, they used to do the green and gold one yeah. and a red and white one. Uh, used to be fucking loads of them. Yeah, I remember that. I'm like, peace of mind. But I remember when I started selling United We Stand, 
And I used to wear my kit, not my kit, I mean, going full kit wanker. I used to wear my top to the game. Shinnies on. Yeah, shinnies, John Serry style. Um, Mondials, I, yeah. obviously, it was, it was the nightest. New Balance, it's what Robbo wore. Oh, um, King. Yeah. <clears throat> but I used to wear my United sort. I remember like, the sellers are a little bit older than me. I remember like, one of them commenting, like, I can't believe you look like a right knobby. Not to me, but saying to me, like, you look like a knobby where you United top to this. The United games. <laughs> I remember there was a little That was blog. it then. I don't think I've done it since. This guy was like, we don't wear white trainers. What do you mean we don't wear white trainers? <laughs> it's like, we're on about that one comment. And just, that's it. Then, yeah, it? yeah, forever. Yeah, you don't that wear a white. Twenty six like, years ago, and I've still not done jeans it. and blue jumpers. You dickhead, what are you doing? You don't wear white trainers. <laughs> right, that's it. That's my life's changed forever. Just, I can, <laughs> but even though I went, I went, why? <laughs> and he didn't answer me. It's like a fifty year old bloke. I was about nineteen of them at the time. Where would it have gone? Who would it have been? It was like fucking Barnsley away or something like that. like proper naff away game. Yeah, I was like 16. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why? You just don't. Right, nah, I'll stop doing that then forever. So, should I take them off now? Yeah. <laughs> Can I go home in these? What if I wear football boots? Yeah. Is that, Is that allowed? Is that bad? <laughs> it's good to see United fans have always been odd. <laughs> it's not just a social right. media thing. We've the, always the, had this. What I've enjoyed and partaked in, partook in. Partook? Um, is it's obvious when there's a group of United fans. Why do we all wear black coats? There's this myth now, and it thinks like people change the narrative to make it sound like you know, everyone wears black, right? So when you're scrapping, if you get nicked, they can't identify you. It was just some guy in a black top. Is that really that? Is that really true? But there is a thing hey. about people who haven't ever been hooligans. Yeah, we all wear black. Like, all right, if I said to you, Jay, it's an orange coat to go to the game in, you'd throw up in your mouth, wouldn't you? I can't do that, mate. Yeah, it's going to be like, I give you navy blue, how's that? (laughs) (laughs) Why is that a thing? (laughs) But if you look at, I I can look at a group of people, right, and I can go, United fans. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? You can spot City fans as well, can't you? Yeah, because they usually look like they've covered themselves in glue and rolled around the fucking mega store. Yeah, exactly. Like, like remember Tony Pulis on the touchline? Yeah, that's what that's the city, city fan. Yeah, city fans. City fans. Exactly. Usually like a pale complexion. Pale complexion. What? Yeah. Even black inflatable guys, banana. Even black guys that are yeah. city fans. Pale complexion. Pale, pale, you know, What's inflatables and all that like shit. A lack of vitamin D. Yeah. I don't know what it's about. Banging on about you know, how they they've always supported City and they were there in '99 at Gillingham. I love this phenomenon. I'm going to call it. Very well done. Every City fan on Twitter has got glory hunting since in their bio. You go look. Get back to me. Like, well like, insecure. Yeah, we don't care. Well insecure. We don't care. I've always loved Sir. You used to have pictures of David Brightwell on me wall. No, you didn't. Yeah. Yeah, Do you no, know what I mean? You don't even know who he is. No, you didn't. Right. Come on. Uh, City fans were there in 2008. But not, not in big numbers, though. Go look at when they played. Uh, if you want to laugh... Google Images, Manchester City, Midgeland. You'll struggle spelling Midgeland, but you'll get there, yeah? Click on Images, and just look. Joe's going to do it behind the camera now, and I'm, I'm going to see what comes up. Put it on this telly for us so we can see it here. It's fucking hilarious, Jay. This is a, the Etihad, is it? Yeah. Obviously, they wouldn't have had European football at Main Road. Look how many fans are there. Right. I take it, I've already had a little glance. I take it this is during the pandemic. <laughs> no. It, sh- it has to be. This doesn't, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. There's a couple of... Uh, that's not it. Right. Yeah. That's Hull. Um, no, don't put Etihad. It would have been called the City of Manchester Stadium at the time. It was about 2006 or seven. Just, yeah. Just what? There you go. Look at that. That's amazing, isn't it? How is that possible? <laughs> there's, a, there's a better shot. Keep scrolling. I'll see if we can find it. Keep scrolling for me. Um, there's a shot of... A- there we go. Cameraman. Bottom left. What? <laughs> Surely the, the ground's short. Surely this is some sort of UEFA punishment. How fucking cool is that? That's amazing. Like, come they on. had the cheat to have a go at us because we had. The, yeah, because we only 67, had 67,000 for a, you know, League Cup fourth round game against Colchester or whatever it was. Mint that, innit? That is, that is, I've never seen anything like that in my city standards. That's ridiculous. Midgeland was sponsored by Spa. Never seen that before. Can't remember. Actually, you know what? Oh, he's put it on screen for us. There you go. Go on. Have a look at that. Boop. (laughs) (laughs) 
say? So when they say, I was there before 2008, because uh, you're in the Midland game, and no, then just interrupt them and say, you fucking no, wasn't. No, you weren't. No, <laughs> no one was there. I, do you know what I used to love as well? Whilst it still goes on, he's not like, Stu Brennan and people aren't the MEN. We'll always make excuses for the low crowds at say. Mate, they have some traffic there, you know, from Traffic, to, yeah. So that pot, that sinkhole on the Mancunian Way. They yeah, got the money's worth out of that, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. For, for six months. <laughs> Even after they'd filled it in. Five months after it was finished, yeah. <laughs> um, I just need to send this. Uh, where's it going? Five. <laughs> Madness. Madness. Good old Manchester City, eh? It's, it's funny that they try and deny it, that they became everything they hate with us by being such a... Of course, course they did. You know, City fans hated the global aspects of United fan base. They hated out-of-towners and all that. Not even global, just, you know, Cockney supporting I got told United. to fuck off back to London by a guy getting on a coach to Gloucester. That makes sense. That's only right, isn't it? Do you, you know what I mean? I can't even get mad at that. No. You just have to laugh that, at him and that, go... You know, that's one of my favourite parts of Manchester, that Gloucester. Yeah. It's, it's on the so, south side. It's just, just yeah, it's just below, um, I think, it's, is it below Gorton? Yeah, it's, it's below Gorton and Hereford, I think. Right, yeah, that's it. Just on the border there. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you remember when the MEN like, did a story? When I say the MEN, I think it was Mike Keegan. Did a story um, about United were putting on coach a train to take fans back to London. What? A train is running. That was the story. Then City... To yeah, then City like, did the exact same thing. It's just, no wonder, you know, we don't bother with the MEN anymore. Which is a shame, because it used to be all right. Formerly great local newspaper, now disreputable online blog, Jay. That's what I tried to say this morning on Paper Talk, but I think I... Fuck it. I said, it still always says, formerly great newspaper, now clickbait blog. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, like, Patrick Vieira... George Weir. I mean, even King Clad King Clad's was shit. Let's have it right. Right. Thank you. Let's face facts, right? He had about three good games out of about 50. Now, those were very good games. Those were in some... Division 1, Jay. Yeah. yeah. When he got <laughs> into he the Premier League, some... he was nits He scored good. some very good goals. But, like, if you look at his record, it was like three goals, three assists in 60 games. Or something like that. People are going to pull up stats in slightly. But it wasn't great. It was no, just... It, it was pretty He scored, there. like, a couple of worldies. Like Tony Yeboah at Leeds. No, he wasn't. Fact, nowhere so, near that good well, no he wasn't that good but <laughs> he didn't score loads and loads of goals it's just he scored some very memorable ones John's doing some right Go Jamie on, Vernon it, Joe Rogan-esque style Googling this is what we, you know what I mean is this is why Joe's the best <laughs> <laughs> what have you got for us put Joe? it on the screen on Joseph the, the Georgie. do you know what the best thing is right go on 20 goals in 106 that's league only that's scroll down goals, and see what so that's got. one in five. And if you scroll, yeah, because keep going, keep a lot going. a lot of them keep it going, keep it going. Will Here have been go. So his season in the in the Premier League, he got yeah. four in thirty seven. So wasn't that wrong? Four in thirty seven. But he did get fourteen in twenty one in the Umaglacy League. Well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. So he had one season in the Premier League and he got relegated. Um yes, Jay. Wow. Imagine that being like your legend. But he went to, to Ajax. Ajax, Jay, where he scored. You know not. the best thing is, right? <laughs> uh, not once. When I used to go reporting, like before the derby, he used to send me when it was at the Etihad, go to the Etihad. And I did it at Wembley as well. And it was great because I obviously grew up what, like you watching football in the 90s. And at the time, in the like mid noughties and stuff, players from the 90s used to play for City would be at City early doing hospitality and stuff. And I would recognise them because obviously I grew up watching it. So I'd interview him before the game, like Richard Edgill and people like that. Do you know what I mean? Like Andy Dibble. 99% of our viewers are just going... <laughs> yeah. Like, if, you, if, you, if you're a certain age, you'll know what I'm on about. If not, don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> genuinely. And I remember like... I was, You've probably got more followers than them. Yeah. Yeah. That's not even a joke. You, you have. Um, and I remember once <laughs> King Cladsey got out of the car and there was a crowd round him. And I was looking. I was thinking, this crowd's a bit fucking big. No word of a lie, right? I had my Q103 thing. And two of the lads who were there with a the fucking poster turned to me and said, who is he, mate? <laughs> In the noughties? <laughs> the only player of note you had? I was like, uh, it's Dennis Law. Honestly. That was that was it for, the, for them, though. They didn't have a lot of uh, heroes. 
if you go in and look around the thingy, the uh, you did this, didn't you? I don't causing trouble. Are you now banned from there? By the way. Oh yeah, banned from there. I think the word <laughs> another one to the list. Banned as fuck. I think is the word <laughs> you're looking for. <laughs> oh yeah, I went on the city tour and asked them where the European Cup is. It's the little things that amuse Stephen. <laughs> In the United shirt. <laughs> Worst right. ways to spend a Saturday. They did a little thing. There's a, the Ray Mercer room. Is it Ray Mercer? No, Joe Mercer. Joe Mercer. I got it wrong now, but I got it right then. Right. And they're on the tour, and they're like, do you know who that is? And I went, Joe Mercer, innit? And he was like, yep, United fan, get it right again. Because he was asking loads of questions. Who's he? Who's he? Who's he? Busby's assistant in the army. And he was like, uh, none of the fucking people on it had a clue. The thing is, like, in 20 years' time, whatever, when you go around a museum, they'll have something to shout about. But back in the day, like, when you were there, there was nothing, right. was there? Joe was in the glass case. What, they going to show pictures? There was an FA Cup, because I think they'd recently just won the FA Cup. 2011, they won it, didn't they? There was a pair of Aguero's boots. Right. Might have been from that thing that happened. Mm, let's not go there. There was a net in there. A net? Was this like storage now? No, it was was like a draped net. So uh, let's make the museum the storage room as well. Uh, And then there was like uh, one of them 3D models that they have in buildings, which had the stadium that we were in. Yeah. Like just filling it up with stuff, really, weren't they? What what else are they going to put in there? Just boxes and fucking, you know what I mean? A buffet. (laughs) Honestly. There you go. Some chairs. It was. (laughs) Anything else? Yeah. Part of it was like they, they have this warm up room and, and they're like <laughs> trying to do a crossbar challenge in this warm up room. You're making you're like, stuff you got, up now. You got nothing else for us to look at. <laughs> you're just like, like you're lying on There you? is a Micka Richards suite. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. Stop telling and lies. I'm like, Why is he a Micka Richards suite? He's like one of our best academy players. I'm like, <laughs> that you got from Leeds? Didn't you buy was it, it Oldham, I think? Or Leeds, it was one of those. Leeds, 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 Birmingham were Oldham. Yeah. yeah. It weren't fucking City, was it? And I was like, Mm. You're making this a bit easy for me to take the piss out of you. Come on. Uh, then they take you into Shape Mansour's little fucking room, um, which is baller, as you would imagine. Yeah. And then you go and stand out on the fucking terrace and have a look around it. And then that's where they came up to me and was like, can you stop tweeting? Really? Were you live tweeting? A fucking right I was, yeah. Yeah, I think I, v- I vaguely remember this. <laughs> I think me and you, like, we mates at the time. And I think it was, I, see, I remember seeing this. And I was like, what's he up to? And then it was like it was like live blogging on it. It was proper <laughs> constant, and you were like just rinsing it. <laughs> Even to the point, I think I remember you feeling about getting chucked out. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you gonna do? Is it illegal? No. Shut the fuck up. Do you know what I mean? Come on. Don't think I do Anfield though. No, mate, mate. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, right? At least I know where to run if I get caught. It, it's hard right? Anfield because, like, the Scousers have actually got like some history. Yeah, and whereas they, City bet, have not. I bet they'd milk the fuck out of it as well. I bet their tour is three parts, and you have to come back on separate days. <laughs> yeah, City did it in twenty minutes and fifteen, and that was the crossbar challenge. <laughs> <laughs> That is our weight. Here's room. a pair of Martin Margotson's gloves. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Good fun. Right. I think it's fucking time for us to go home, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. When's the phone in back, Joe? Yeah, Joe. Uh, COVID restrictions have uh, made that impossible. COVID restrictions have made that impossible. At the moment. Impossible. It will return, though, yeah. with a vengeance. Yeah. Who's a vengeance? Place for like, place for Leipzig. Anyway, cheers for tuning in. Uh, for those that was asking all the way through, can you get these podcasts on Spotify and stuff? <laughs> yes, you can. Um, there is a link in the description. I do believe. I'm just going to check. Oh, Listen to, to our podcast. See the pod follow link. That'll take you where you need to go. Or if you search it on Spotify, on iTunes, Castbox. Or any other fucking random bullshit app that you listen to podcasts on, you'll find them on there. Uh, cheers for tuning in. I'm gonna in. minute. I want to do a plug as well. Can I oh, plug Scotty plug? and Mike? Oh, am I on it, Emma? This week? I tell you what, you can, are you gonna be staying up for the election? Oh uh, no. Oh well, that's what we're doing. We're gonna be doing a live election special. So if you want to come on that, Joe's gonna be coming on it. I've just put a link. I've just put a link in the chat. Um, yeah. Joe's going to come around. Come on, the election special. We're through night. Talking about the election. US election. Coming in like, whoa, look. Trump's took Georgia. Oh, no. Biden's got Wisconsin. Be great. No? All right, fine.
I want to talk about 1996. Right. Oh, yeah, you can come on and do that. But listen, I don't know if you noticed that Scotty, my right-hand man, has been doing lots and lots of work for that there beep. And he keeps messaging me going, do you think what we said last night is a bit out of order? <laughs> he keeps slacking off his employers. Um, so we've been... Uh, bit right. Yeah, you'd be right. Don't worry about it. I'm all right. I don't work for him. Um, so yeah, when we get more time, you can come on and talk about 1996 and why it was the greatest year. Double, Cantona, Tupac, Oasis. What just, more do you want? Throw throwing them at you. Boom, Nebworth. Rollerblading. In a bit. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.